Hey, that was a brand new cutoff of Allegiant. Proponent for sentience. A sick new one coming at you real soon. <laughs> I like that suave, weird I've kind of radio been guy voice. I've kind of been sick, so my voice is actually better for the radio right now. Why is it better? Because it's lower. Okay. That's it. There's no other quality. I feel quality. like it's deeper and fuller. <laughs> I feel like I'm being molested. Good. With that voice. That's weird. Yeah. We're back. I hope it, it wasn't too long. It was a while. It's always a little longer than we want. We moved offices. That was exciting. Yeah. I'm just kidding. That, su- that sucked. But we're set up in our new space. We have all the podcast stuff up again. Sherman Oaks Hardcore. Yeah. So we're getting ready to put out a bunch of cool records as we are oft to do. Um, Serpentine Dominion was just announced. And that's the project. That's the title of the long-awaited project with Adam uh, D. from Kill Switch Engage, George Corpse Grinder Fisher from Cannibal Corpse, and Shannon Lucas, Shannon former Lucas. drummer from the Black Dahlia Murder. <clears throat> I have to actually come out of that voice because I was going to just keep doing it. Um, I think I was there for the actual inception of the band. Um, it was on Mayhem... 2009. 2009, and I don't think I was there, you know, in the room at the moment when they decided or whatever, but I was definitely there in the talk of, oh my God, we're going to do this band, it's going to be so cool. Right. And it always just seemed like a pipe dream, like side band that would never actually come together. And now whatever seven well, years later or whatever it is yeah and it's how, a real thing how busy are all those guys Be- yeah between then and now kill switch and cannibal corpse have both put out three albums and yeah. toured the world at least three times each yeah. so for them to even find time yeah to get together to write and record an album is pretty insane and that's kind of a testament to how uh how much they wanted to do it and how fun it was for all of them because if it wasn't fun they didn't have to do it they wouldn't have done it yeah, I mean, it's it's a really cool combination of people, and we haven't heard Adam D on anything this extreme, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that's really cool. And no, just, there's, uh, I mean, in the, the first song we put up, there's a, you know, it's 240 BPM, really cranking. I mean, uh, Shannon's told me it's some of the fastest stuff he's ever played. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's some stuff up above 260, which is kind of really moving yeah so (laughs) absolutely yeah and i mean adam uh you know i I talked to him about it and he just said george is uh to him according to him anyway the best death metal vocalist of all time so he just really wanted to do a record with them well yeah that was the whole point is he wanted to write a record for that vocal delivery specifically so and shannon was just like the ultimate you know backbone for that so you know what i meant to ask is like did Adam play bass on the record? He probably did. Yeah. He I'm didn't sh- He didn't mention that. We just kind of assumed. Yeah. And he played all the strings. I don't really hear it as a featured item, but I just assumed that there's like, there's some bass in there somewhere. Yeah. But anyway, we'll get to that in a little while. We uh, sat down and talked to Adam D here in our office about that album uh, at length. So stick around. We'll get to that. But first, uh, how about some Metal Blade news, right? Let's see what's going on. So I'm going to open up in real time my Metal Blade app here. Oh, if so you I don't can... have the Metal Blade app, get it on the App Store. So this it, this might sound like really cheesy promo, but it's just really, it's way easier for me to do this oh, totally. than, to, than to memorize or print out what we're talking about. Yeah, Why sure. would I print stuff out? What a waste, right? It's 2016. Yeah, it's these days. Who uses paper? Yeah. <laughs> the government. Uh, people that smoke. Rolling uh, some papers. Uh, sure. 
Unless you vape now, then you then you're pretty green, I guess. As far vape as papers go. Uh, anyway, Whitechapel, they're going out this fall with Suicide Silence. Uh, Despised Icon, Carnifex, and Oceana are also on the tour. Uh, they just announced the second round of dates, so check those out. That's, that's September, October this fall. Going to be huge, and yeah. especially since Despised Icon has been off, and now they're they're kind of doing this reunion stuff, and it's the all original lineup with Yannick and all the oh rig- really I didn't know that guys and. Um, yeah, I mean, BDM did a bunch of touring with them kind of back in the day, and now to see them back out is, is pretty cool. Yeah, and Carnifex just put out a new record on Nuclear Blast. Yeah. And uh, Scott, their vocalist, is a really cool dude. I see him out at a lot of shows. Yeah, and yeah, things, I see so. Fred, the bass player around. Yeah, re- really, really awesome nice guys. guys. So that's sure. that's a tour that's just full of people that know each other that I think all those bands are going to have a heck of a lot of fun. So, And hopefully the, the fans that go uh, do too. Uh, but check out those dates on MetalBlade.com again. It's September, October is the time frame for that. Also, we just announced announced a brand new track uh, and record from Charred Walls of the Damned, which is Richard Christie's band with Tim Ripper Owens, Jason Sukoff, and Steve DiGiorgio. The new record. So every, every Charred Walls of the Damned album, the title is uh, the same letters as the band name. So C-W-O-T-D. So this one is Creatures Watching Over the Dead. Mm-hmm. And everything's mm-hmm. written by Richard, essentially, and um, Jason Sukoff. So all the drums, all the solos, all the guitars, those two kind of freaks. That that combination of humans is just ridiculous. It's so funny that the majority of normal people know Richard as this weirdo guy from, from Stern. the Stern show. Yeah. But really, he's kind of like a metal genius. Yeah, he is. <laughs> writing all this stuff himself. I, mean, I, and... I saw him as a teenager drumming for Iced Earth. Yeah. That's how I knew him, and, you know, the being the drummer for Death. So, yeah, to us, he's kind of a drum legend, but to, you know, m- most, I guess, like <laughs> radio average, listeners. Yeah, the average guy who listens to Stern would know who he is, but would have no idea about this side of him at all. No, and, and that's the thing, is I think when they first started playing a little bit of this band on Stern, they were kind of shocked at how good Richard was. Oh, yeah. Because they just assumed they, he played drums yeah, in air quotes. They think he's like a dopey guy, but really right. he's just like... <laughs> one of the best drummers around yeah exactly so keep an eye out for that one we've got more tracks coming and uh that one is coming out september 23rd so what what else should i get to here so ozfest not fest is coming up yeah uh real quick here and we got a couple bands playing on that right all day and the camping kickoff party was just announced uh this party is going to happen friday september 23rd it's exclusive to people that camp at Ozfest, not Fest. Armored Saint headline. Yeah, so it's Armored Saint, Havoc, Ex Mortis, and Thrown into Exile as the kickoff party. That's a reason to get there a day early. Yeah, that's pretty cool actually, and it's a it's kind of a neat warm up for Armored Saint because a week or so after that, October eighth, they're going to be playing the Loud Park Festival in Tokyo, which is Damn. pretty wild. And it's then, a big one. yeah, and then Saint are going on tour with Queensrÿche. Uh, November through December, all over the U.S. That'll be a good tour as yeah, well. Yeah, so check that one out. The tour kicks off November 15th in Seattle. So Armored Saint and Queensryche, two of the most legendary heavy metal bands essentially ever. And right now on BassPlayer.com, there's a joint interview between Joey and the bass player from Queensryche that is really, really good. And they go, if you're into recording or if you're into... yeah. Is any- the Queensryche guy also kind of uh, an engineer producer? Yeah, he, he he's... I don't know that he's an engineer and producer, but he definitely like has his hands in how he records and he has very specific ways that he likes to be 
um, tracked, and it's a, it's a really good read. And uh, if you're into bass playing at all, go check that out at uh, bassplayer.com. Hell yeah! And like I always tell people, Joey Vera is a secret weapon. Yeah. Oh, totally. The uh, producing, the engineering that guy does, and he does the majority of the songwriting. Yeah. It for Armored Saint. He's like a quiet tour de force of just yeah, like absolutely. producing, writing. And he's done solo records for years too before some of these new Armored Saint records came out. So he's just kind of a quiet, humble guy, and you wouldn't necessarily know that he's like absolutely just killing yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. if if you haven't seen Armored Saint before, this is a really cool time to go see them because every one of those guys they're they play like they're still young you don't feel like you're watching an aarp tour where it's a bunch of old guys that kind of look like they're going through the motions yeah this is this band is definitely still very vital metal has kept them young yeah and john bush sounds unbelievable live yeah you still hear that in all the show reviews like just people are still blown away by yeah. his vocals He's he's got a genuine vocal delivery that just right. it's uh, yeah, it's captivating. So if you've never seen it, seriously, th- I don't care what genre of metal you're into, right. Armored Saint is one you should probably see. For sure. So that's uh, that's our news update for the week. There's plenty more going on. Uh, Good Tiger is going on tour with Dance Gavin Dance uh, this fall. Revocation is out right now Summer on the Summer Slaughter, Slaughter Tour. They're going to be touring more this fall as well. Um, Necromancing the Stone just came out. Oh, yeah. And that's your project yeah. with uh, James from Arsis. Yeah. Jeremy Kling from The Absence, mm-hmm. and uh, Big John. Yep. And uh, also Justin from, yeah, from Brimstone. Brimstone Coven. Yeah, so uh, the reception's been really good. We're really pumped on that. If you haven't checked that out, check it out. Necromancing the Stone. Yeah, if you like traditional heavy metal at all, yeah, do yourself a favor. Hell yeah. One more thing before I forget and get yelled at. Uh-oh. Megadeth Tour got announced. Oh, yeah. Amonomarth. Megadeth, Amonomarth, Suicidal Tendencies, Metal Church, Havoc. That's holy be hell, fucking crazy. Actually, yeah. that's going to be ridiculous. Uh, that one is September through October. That kicks off September twentieth in Casper, Wyoming, and it wraps up October sixteenth in Camden, New Jersey. Damn, it so, starts off in Wyoming. Yeah, and that tour actually goes through Ozfest, Notfest, uh, Megadeth, and Amonomarth play uh, opposite days of the fest, and. Um, where does it play around here? I don't think it plays anywhere around here, except for Vegas. Um, hmm. Well, and OzFest, not Fest, it plays. Right, but, that's kind of the L.A. Um, the that's the L.A. Though. show, but Vegas will be pretty cool, too. It's at the joint at the Hard Rock. Okay. I always look at Vegas dates because I like excuses to drive to Vegas, you know what I mean? And it's only four hours or yeah, whatever. it's an awesome drive and a good time. I mean, Vegas is always a good time. So, anyway, I just wanted to mention that one because... Yeah, you know, it's that's a big one. So huge for Amon Marth. They're going to play in front of metal fans that are on the more mainstream side that may have heard of Amonomarth, but are still uninitiated. It's potentially one of the few bands that could take them out that could really get them a lot of new fans. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's not that many bands that could take Amonomarth out and really tur- turn a lot of people onto them, and Megadeth is one of those bands. Yeah, there's... Uh, how many metal bands in the world are bigger than Amonomarth that can take them yeah. out to, to support? Not that many. That makes sense, even. Yeah. So it's it's a pretty cool opportunity for a- a- every band on that tour. Yeah. I mean, that lineup is a legitimately good metal lineup. For sure. There's not a bad band on that bill. I mean, I'm sure there's some whiners and complainers out there, as always, but well, as a metal fan, you can't complain. For sure. But anyway... Should we jump into this thing? Yeah, let's see what Adam had to say. All right, we talked to Adam D. from Kill Switch Engage and Serpentine Dominion. So here's our uh, convo about their upcoming album that comes out October 28th. This has been in the works for a while. A long time. Very long time. About five years. No, seven years. 
Eight? Yes. I heard eight. Shit. Yes. Yes. Correct. It started on Mayhem Fest. The idea of it. Okay. Started. I did not start writing the music until maybe a year after. Okay. So you've been writing this music for seven years. Well, it was written in like a year, but then it okay. sat. It sat. Yeah. <laughs> so it was done and it, you were just waiting. So did having all that time... Did that make it more Made difficult? Me fucking nuts. Yeah. Really? I fucking hate the way this thing sounds. I hate the songs. <laughs> I hate everything about it because when you work on a project for more than a year, you go absolutely batshit crazy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just you, you lose perspective, I think. Yes. Agree. So what's your least favorite thing about it? Um I don't know if it sounds good. I don't know. Like sonically, my my sonics um I go with really gut reactions when I work on something and it, it happens quickly. You know, when you, when you analyze and analyze and analyze, all of your gut reactions go away. Yeah. So I have no idea if the Sonics are good on this record anymore. Dude, I know exactly what you're talking about. I just, yeah. edit, I just edited a music video for like four months. Mm -hmm. I could not tell you if it's good anymore. Yeah. I have no idea. Right. The more time you spend on something, yeah. the, the more harm you do it. I really feel like sure, that's yeah. the, the case with any project. No, this video is going to be a pile of garbage. I'm okay, good. Convinced, good. yeah. <laughs> Um, and uh, Ryan, what, what, what do you think? I think it's really cool, man. The songs are amazing. I mean, like I, I was telling, uh, I Adam, paid you 20 bucks to say that. I was telling Adam earlier, I heard, I heard Matt jamming it in the office. I was like, what is this? And he told me, I was like, oh fuck yes. It sounded so good. So Corpse Grinder's got some ridiculous cadences on this. Some really fast stuff. Yeah. I, I pushed him, uh, because you know, I, I'm a cannibal fan, obviously. Yeah. So I know what he's capable of. And I'm like, yeah, let's, let's do that. And I'm gonna push you to go faster if you can. And was he into it? Yes, he didn't. He didn't bat an eyelash. He was like, "Cool, let's do it." Bam, go. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. George is a monster, man. He's always been one of my favorite death metal vocalists of all time. Always respected him. Thought he was amazing. And that's that's why you know one of the many reasons why I asked him like when we were hang hanging out one night in that fest. I'm like, "Yo, man, we gotta make some music. What if I wrote you a record?" Would you sing on it? Right. You know, yeah. That's exactly what I said to him. And he's like, Yeah, man. I'd, I'd, I'd totally do that, bro. Yeah, let's do it, man. <laughs> and, you know, there, there it is. Yeah. Sorry, George. That's what you sound like when you talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that was, you know, it wasn't the greatest, but it was a good approximation. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, be, between George's ridiculous, I mean, immediately recognizable vocals mm -hmm. and your immediately recognizable pinch harmonics. Is that what they're called? There's some pinchies on there. Yeah. 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 And Shannon Lucas just speed demon. Mm -hmm. It makes it for a pretty, pretty yeah. much a Shannon's a robot, man. Yeah. yeah. It's a crazy. maelstrom of really what I think all, all three of you excel at. Hope, hopefully people like it. That's all I care about. I, I think enough people will. I feel like, how could they not? If they don't like it, hey, at least I had fun making it. You know? Right. It, I think that's what's really cool about this project is that it's it's a purely passion project. Yes. There's no... Yeah, 100%. Like, no expectations, no goals. Yeah. That's that's kind of a beautiful thing for me. You know, it's it's there's really no... No pressure. Nothing going into this. I Yeah, I did it just for, just for fun. You know, like, hey, let's make some music, guys, and here are my ideas. And the, th the two of them were just like, you know, that's great. Let's go with it. Yeah. And it was just, it was a good time. <laughs> Burps. Oh, sorry. Am I clipping your audio? You're good. We, oh, we've okay. had some IPAs here in the office. Yeah, we've been drinking. Lubing up a little bit. Yeah, we're very lubed. 
very it's very slippery in here. No <laughs> legions of fans to be disappointed by something that's right. different. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> just disappoint new people. Yeah. <laughs> disappoint I Cannibal Corpse so. fans. This is what I've been put on Earth. It's to gonna do. be too light for Cannibal Corpse fans oh, and yeah. too heavy for Kill Switch fans. So it's gonna <laughs> just be... bum everybody out. <laughs> Just stuck in this strange musical purgatory <laughs> to go nowhere. And that, that's why I love forever. it. Because, yeah, it's just going to bum people out, so yeah. that's why I'm going to love it. <laughs> but no, it's, it's fucking great. I mean, what, where you come from I, with Kill Switch has just got to be such a high-pressure world at this point. I don't know if it is. But Not it, really. There, there's, really. I mean, that's it's a big band. It's one of the biggest bands in metal, so you, there's... Well, weight-wise, yeah, we're, right, we've yeah. gained a no, lot No, 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 I mean, there's... There's way bigger bands than you guys, yeah. as far as weight weight is concerned. Maybe yeah. you're a fairly fit band in the grand scheme of things. Oh. I assure you. Okay. Um, you listen to fat metal? Well, there's. I mean, it's death metal. It's for fat and ugly people. <laughs> That's what it's yeah. for. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's 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 kind of cool to just have fun and uh, do yeah. something a little bit yeah, different. It really is the the whole premise behind this entire project. Just like three dudes making music together. Having fun doing it for the you know for the hell of it. Do you feel like you stretched your legs at all as a guitar player for it? Yes, these these songs are fast for me. I really really fast. So um, you can play we, them though. Yes, if we go on tour, I'm gonna have to rehearse. Right. Yeah, a lot because they're they're fast. They're really if you want on if you did any dates, would you want need to bring a second guitar player? Yeah, I think so because the I there's some layers on. Yeah, this. I was gonna say every every time I write a song, I'm I'm the big fan of I'm a Pink Floyd fan, man. Mm -hmm. You know, I just, I want layers. I have out. my parents' Dark Side of the Moon vinyl. That's sick. I mop my floors and play that. that. It's awesome. That is sick. I, yeah. I, you get points with me for that. Well, I mean, that's, it's, it, that's an essential record, I it think, is. for Absolutely. any music fan. Absolutely. It's an incredible record. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like layers are an important part of taking a song into a direction. You know, if you played one texture for an entire three minutes, I think it has more of a potential to bore people, you know, I... Me personally, I just love when songs take twists and turns and things pop up and blow up and, you know, then get small again. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's this big fat textural thing that comes out of nowhere. I love that. It's, you know, what I think it's what a, a part of what makes music interesting to listen to, you know? Yeah. 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 So, yes, we need a second guitar player. That's what you're getting at. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll figure out who that's going to be later. I've already had talks with people. There's, okay, cool. Yeah. So. Excellent. I name names, but I I hope it happens. I know George. I I spoke to him briefly, and uh, actually I didn't because there's no such thing as a short phone call with George. No, it was a long phone call. He, yeah, um, he and he expressed some interest in uh, doing some shows. So. I know he's talked to me about it already. Yeah. I I have to hit him up oh, via Battle.net, which is the desktop launcher app for World of Warcraft. That's how I reach out to George. Is when he's on World of Warcraft from here in the office, he's I can message to be watching him. his kids. And I can message him in game. Yeah, kids are like out in the street. He, he's de he's dedicated, man. Yeah. Now, one, no, one, George is a good dad. One time I, I called him for dad. an interview, and he actually said, "Hold on, I, I I was just giving my daughters a bath. Give me twenty minutes." Yeah, see, that's the most metal thing I've ever heard in yeah. my life. Yeah, you have you do make have them supper. Children. Yeah, make them supper. <laughs> You say make them supper. Supper. That's awesome. It's already a meme. I didn't invent it, but <laughs> <laughs> make them supper. Make them supper. <laughs> that just got me. All right, that's a good one. <laughs> I hope he says that to his wife. Like make supper. supper. <laughs> right before the food is served. <laughs> so you're out here on the West Coast now. Mm-hmm. 
And you like hiking and shit. I do. I love it. I love being outside. I love hiking and shit. Yep. Uh, where are your favorite spots so far out here? Have you got to explore much yet? Uh, in San Diego County, um, I really, really love... Um, what is that spot? Uh, you drive east on 8, and then you go north to... God, it's like right past Alpine. I can't think of... Uh, Kuyamaka, that's what it is. Thank you. Um, there's a park, this whole state park, the Kuyamaka State Park. It's um, It's really cool because... You know, they say like uh, San Diego County is filled with microclimates. Right. And that's how Southern California really is. It's freaking neat, man. Yeah. Like, so like you just, you're in basically the desert and mm -hmm. then you drive up, you know, a couple thousand feet and all of a sudden there's like big fat pine trees yep. and green things and, you know, streams and like you're in the forest again. Yeah. And that's so cool. And then you hike around a mountain, you go for maybe four miles and all of a sudden you're, you know, in this like wasteland again like or like you're in this like complete like snow-covered pine forest like yeah you know me and my girl went hiking in what was it like october or november and there was snow on the ground and then we drive back to where we live and it's 70 degrees right yeah like it's so cool man yeah That's i just neat. i went hiking in october in the angeles national forest and we were going up to one of our usual campsites and we yeah. had to turn around because there was so much snow on the ground we yeah. lost the trail that's that's crazy yeah that's yeah. It's and it was up up the side of a mountain, so finding the totally, trail again was a guess. Yeah, yeah, totally so. different than the East Coast. It's yep. insane, man. But it's a pretty pretty wild place. Yeah, and it's it's vibey, man. You kept, if I remember correctly, so when you when you were on uh, the Price Is Right, mm. the only thing you kept the was camper. the camper. Yep. Have you I, got to use that much? Because a lot of people have asked me this question, like, what did you do with all your? Oh, so, sorry to annoy you with another question. No, no, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> and I, I still get excited when I talk about it because okay. I, I love that show so much. Um, but um, because of the taxes, they actually right. ta they tax you on your winnings like it's a paycheck. Right. So you yeah. know you give like between thirty to forty percent to the government. Sure. Of your, you know, your your paycheck. So it's like. You know, they tax you the value of the item yeah, you want. I won yeah. about fifty grand. Yeah, so it's like holy crap. So I owed the government at least like fifteen, you know, 20, yeah, twenty grand. You know, so I ended up selling both the car and the truck. Um, paid for my taxes, right? A little bit left over, and then kept my my trailer, and then my uh, I, we took the trip to Borrego Springs, and yeah, oh yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, it's funny you moved you moved out here and then yeah, you got the like, trip to where you, you live. Went a trip to an hour away from where you live. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, but it was so cool because I would never would have gone to Borrego Springs. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, what's that like? I have no just idea. Random. It's this random desert town, like around some mountains. It's it's actually really vibey and cool. Okay. Like, lots of uh, lots of like bighorn sheep. Oh, that would be really cool to see. I've never seen anything like yeah, that we, in person. We went and like we were just randomly hanging out and we just saw this like old couple just standing, you know, still like, are they okay? Do right. They, do they need help? And, and they're like, <laughs> come here, come here. A bunch of freaking sheep. You know? Wow. Yeah, just, just chilling, being, right, right. being sheep dicks, you know, doing, yeah. their, doing their thing. And yeah, it's pretty neat to see. And it was just nice. Like, I don't know, the, 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 the earth is different out there man yeah. it's just like it's crazy being again being from the northeast it's like you never seen something like that it's right yeah big fat rocks pieces of earth sticking you know huge rocks just sticking out of the earth it's yep. crazy have you uh, been to joshua tree yet we have yeah it's crazy there it's same thing absolutely gorgeous yep. my only problem with it it's always crowded 
when we went every time i've been there what year time of year did you go i've been there both in winter and summer really yeah i think because you can drive through it and you don't have to actually work hard to get out yeah. there it's like, yeah we'll go yeah. right you know? when did you go because i want to go then we went like two or three months ago really interesting so right before it got super hot but like it wasn't bad it wasn't super crowded it was definitely like you could tell like the um the lazy you know fat pieces of crap <laughs> just regular like, car campers I'm, I'm getting in my car and i'm driving everywhere and i'm taking some pictures when i get out of my car and blah 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 but we don't do that we just you know we drive past all of the sites sure and do the trails and you yeah, know, yeah. get outside and make sure to sweat a little bit and yeah get, we brought ryan the out there our feet you know we, what I mean? we brought ryan out there and hiked to the top of ryan mountain it was one, one of the peaks out there we did that you did that yeah it's that a cool was, peak that was right the one where you, it's it's not far it's like two no. miles but it's straight up yeah 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 it's a good one very very cool yeah it's yeah. a fun hike yep but Love the it. uh the formations out there and everything are just so yeah it's cool so right? unique these big boulders these huge like massive pieces of and they're, rock sh they're sharp the as shit yeah, and they're the size of like a skyscraper. Yeah. Just sticking straight out of the earth. Yeah. You, like you've never seen anything like it. It's and if you cool. haven't been, another cool experience is the Mojave on the way to Vegas. Jesse keeps talking about it. Because it's Jesse all, it's, it's a national preserve. Yeah. So there's nobody out there. There's no right. fees and there's no rangers. There's so you established. You just find a place. You just a find fire. a camping ring somewhere yeah. on an unmarked road and there's actually lava tubes you can hike down into. That sounds insane. They have stairs yeah. and all that. So enough people go out there that they built it up a little bit. Yep. But it's just, if you want complete solitude, yes. uh, that's the place to go. That's awesome. Uh, my friend had cancer and got rid of it. He had um, uh, whatever uh, thyroid cancer. So he mm. got his thyroid removed and had to do <laughs> like a uh, chemical whatever crap. And he couldn't be after he got treated for chemo, I forget exactly what it was. He couldn't be in contact with another human for like 24 hours or something. Really? Because he was like irradiated. Oh, no So way. he went camping in the Mojave for like 36 hours. Dude, that's And then threw, threw his sleeping bag away when he's done because it was technically irradiated or something. Wow. Yeah, he, he explained it all to me and I completely forgot. But that's what he did is he went, went to the Mojave and just camped. Wow. And just hung out that's there insane. and waited for all the stuff to purge so he could piss a, it all out or I'm whatever. I'm going to go out there and find a sleeping bag. Yeah. I want it. Well, he didn't leave it in the desert. He's <laughs> well, not I an animal. <laughs> I'm an animal. Yeah. We're, we're all animals technically. Yeah, and if are. you if you haven't yet, Death Valley is another good spot. That's like you yep. talk about microclimates. Yeah, exactly. We hiked into a, it was like a forest essentially in Death Valley in a little ravine that at the end of it was a pool you could swim in. In Death really? Valley, there's trees. You would think that nothing would live yeah. in a place that it's gets that hot. It's one of those little microclimates around a uh, spring that pops up out right. of the mountains. Wow, that's nuts. Really cool. That's really cool. Yeah. We, yeah. Now that I'm a resident here, I just there's so yeah. many places. It's a long I drive. Go. Yeah. You want to make sure you got a spare tire. It gets crazy hot out there. Yep. Right. You get to the edge of the park, and then it's about another two hours in. Yeah. It's a big, big, exactly. big park. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. I mean, Southern California is so cool in that you could, you're so close to so many different yeah. climates and environs. And, right. Yeah. 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 It's cool, man. It's awesome. I haven't spent as much time in, in the ocean yet, and you haven't done any surfing. Mm -mm. I've never done that in a decade out here ever. Swimming, yes, but um, uh, my buddies want to get me surfing. Yeah, I, I'm just I fear it because I'm so clumsy. Mm. I feel like I'm gonna be wasting everyone's time, especially like the other surfers. I don't want to harsh or mellow and. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, cool. Well, this this big clumsy whale guy is trying going to try to surf again, like ruin our wave. Awesome, get out of here, clumsy whale guy. Yeah, yeah. well, you just got to talk to Nick Hippo, man. Exactly, he's your guy. He's one of my friends that want to wants to bring me out. Yeah, of course. Exactly. Yeah.
I can see that. But nobody wants to surf with clumsy whale guy spoiling the waves. <laughs> telling you. There's yeah, cuz there's like an actual structure and hierarchy to surfing sure and catching is. waves and things. There sure and is. That just made me nervous and I decided I never want to try it. <laughs> just give me a boogie but board. But as long as you just... wait your turn, nobody's going to give you a problem. I don't you know. know. It's, it sounds complicated. I don't know. I just give me a boogie board and I'm just going to jump into the water as hard as I can there and figure go. it out. It's a yeah. lovely time of year to go swimming. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. No, that's one of those things too. Is when you live out here, you kind of take the ocean for granted. I don't get out there. Enough. I haven't yet. I still think it's pretty rad. Yeah, Ryan, do you go? I don't really go to the ocean as much as I'd like. Yeah, how long Why have you been out you? here now? Four, five years. Yeah. What's, what's your excuse? No excuse, just laziness. Yeah, yeah. You just pull it together, dude. I know, yeah. dude. Come on, man. I'm really, I'm really blowing it. <laughs> Well, you got to figure well, out. You got to fi- you got to figure out the beach you like. Yep. Where to park? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of variables there. Yeah. It's not just go to the yep. beach. Um, you know, around Malibu is a little bit better than down by Santa Monica and all that, but still, it's you know, it's a good chunk out of your weekend day. Yeah. When you I could when you could be playing video games. My weekends are yeah. fucked. <laughs> I don't know. We going to talk about. Yeah, it. You, you, guys, been, you guys live in LA. You have that whole traffic thing. Right. Yeah, right. Enjoy yeah. that. Yeah. Enjoy no. That. It's have fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's little. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan's been mixing a ton as of late, so his weekends aren't as filled yeah. with video games as they should be. And you're, yeah, you're into audio. You're never going to leave. Yeah, you're it's never. You're going to sit in front of your time computer sink, for black hours hole. and hours. Yep. That kick isn't quite loud enough. Exactly. Let me go back. Let me do another version. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> and then the next day, you're going to go, you're oh, going to revert. Kick's to your, too loud. Let's your, go back. Version your two. Other version. Like, oh, <laughs> dude, well, believe I have, me, I know. I have this other one saved, so I'll just go back to that one. And then you know the what? next day, you'll be like, you know what? Maybe I was onto something. Do you like it with the bus compressor? No, take it off. No, put it back on. So yeah, that's how he spends his time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can relate. Oh yeah, I know. Make, mixing this record, yeah. Yeah. I spent so much, like, like the five years, I'm talking, it was like yeah. I was mixing it, you know, working on it. Like, my God, uh, I, I think it's better today. You know, I'll put it in my car the next day. Oh man, it's all fucked The up. car test is, the car, I that's saw the only way I can mix a record. I actually mixed, uh, I did the last mix moves in her, in my girlfriend's car. Um, it was funny. I'd like bring my laptop out to our car and plug it in the augs into our car and like mix in the front seat on the steering oh, wow. wheel. Oh, wow. On the steering wheel. Yeah. No matter how good your monitors are, how tuned your room is, yep. how amazing everything is, your mix position. Doesn't mean you get shit in that car. You listen in the car, If it's man. not right in the car, <laughs> you're going back. Yep. You need to be driving to the grocery store and feeling good and be like, I nailed yep. this. Yeah. Yeah. You only hear the right guitar because yeah. your leg's covering the left, yep. but that's how it's yep. that's how you're used to it. Yeah, that's how everybody else listens. Yeah. You know? It's a great way to test. That's hilarious. That's the only way I can learn a record is in the car. <laughs> yep. Until it's on my phone and I can listen to it while I drive, I can't learn a record. Exactly. How do you EQ the car stereo though? That's I, the real question. I keep it well, normally I'll put on a record that I know and make and it I'll sound keep good. It as flat as possible. Mm-hmm. But of course, it's still got to sound good. But you know, everyone goes in the car and goes, treble all the way up. Bass, Bass all, all the way, way up. up. Uh, got it. It's funny. <laughs> like every car stereo I've ever like had to EQ or like listen to, I'm like, I have the bass below like the middle position. Yeah, yeah, usually. yeah. I'm like cutting bass. Because they're I, already so bassy and yeah, you're trapped I, I in the little box. I hate excessive low end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? But except when I listen, that's to what it says on my Tinder sure. profile. Yeah, I hate excessive <laughs> low ends. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, girl, that's too much bottom. That's a lie. It's yeah. the opposite of that, really. Big bottom all the mm. time. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yep. It is all about big bottom, right? These days. Yeah, I guess so. These days, everyone's squatting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everyone's at the gym just doing Go back things. to the 70s. No one's squatting. Yeah. No, Except every, for everyone, Arnold. Everyone's just cardioing, right? Yeah. It's all yeah. about cardio. Cardioing. 
I still cardio. I love cardio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good. It makes you feel good. Yeah. Feel, Endorphins. Feel great. Yeah. Bring a couple beers to the gym, smash them, <laughs> smash them in the bathroom, then do some cardio. Get amped up. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's great. Some people use caffeine. You just use beers. Yep. I don't, I, that, right. I don't know if that, how counterproductive is that scientifically? I don't know. It's a really bad idea because there's tons of calories in, in, well, I, in IPAs yeah. and I drink IPAs. Yeah. 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 Yep. So you got to work hard. That's why I'm that big whale guy that's out on the surfboard <laughs> and everyone's laughing at me. <laughs> Right, yeah. Tell the whale guy to stop taking my wave. Whale guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're the whale guy. You got a lot of bands. I Bes- do. I, besides, I have a lot of music besides, going on. Besides Kill Switch, you've got Times of Grace. Yeah, I do, I'm, which I'm currently writing more music for. That's what I, That's the word on the street that I've heard. Yeah, the street is correct. Yeah. Yep. I'm not familiar with that one. Tell me more. Times oh. of Grace was... Uh, the first thing he did with Jesse it's, it's before on the Jesse softer side, oh, yeah, it's like the stuff that would never make it for uh, Killswitch. Okay, so okay, pretty cool. funny. I've got this. Yeah, you've got extreme the extreme side, and then like the middle ground with Killswitch. Yeah, and then like the softer side with Times. That's cool. Yeah, you so. get the whole spectrum. I just like music, man. Yeah, let's get cool. in some electronic music. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan. Do some raps. I do like hip hop. Do some Skrillexes. I don't know how to rhyme things. You got to do something with Tommy from Between the Barrier to me. There you yeah, go. Sure. Instrumental. Instrumental. Sure. Have him yeah. r- have him write a bunch of keys. Yep. Yeah. All, all the crazy effects he makes. <clears throat> That'd be crazy. Yeah. I, you need He's more. He's a very you talented need more work. individual. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yes. Um, and we were, we were talking about that. You did, you haven't heard his solo thing, I Thomas not, Giles, no, which is criminal. You absolutely need to hear yeah, that. Yeah. I don't. It's it's fun. I'm so out of the loop with so many things. Yeah. How do you? How you could you even up. stay in? With how active you are. Everyone, you know what my problem is? I don't pay attention to the interwebs. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have social media. You don't have anything, any social media presence. I understand that because I I think think it's bullshit, but you'd be the funniest (laughs) guy on Twitter if you were on Twitter. Well, here's my thing with social media. Let's break it down. I I can't stand it because if you're an artist or anyone who's in the public forum, Mm -hmm. I feel like it can either give you the biggest head in the world Mm -hmm. or make you so defeated. Sure. It depends on how you read people's reactions and comments and all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like me, I don't take anything personally ever because that's good. I'm fat whale guy. How can fat whale guy take anything? <laughs> Not, offended. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. offended. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, fuck you. I'm fat whale guy. You know, but like, you know, like even you think I, people I get see, a big head from it though. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, celebrities I, I see like with all the other little bands, followers, like, dude, like these people say all these things about me. This is awesome. Oh, look at that. Blah, 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 blah. This person says this, we should do this. Like, mm. like it, 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 putting too much weight it, in it. It kind of in turn chooses, you know, or makes decisions for bands. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, like all these people on social media want us to do this, blah, 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 blah. It's like, you know, think about bands for, for forever, man. Like, they just did whatever the fuck they wanted to. Right. And because of it, it made them a passionate entity where it's like, whoa, we're a fucking band and we believe in what we do. We're fucking pushing ourselves. So you think people are taking the criticism or critiques or whatever from social media Way too seriously, too seriously exactly. and altering their art absolutely because of it even though it might absolutely. be some 12 year old kid fucking just talking yeah. shit and making some stuff kid up. jerking off in his parents basement is was affecting like, yeah a real artist yeah exactly yeah, I, I can understand that point yeah you know yeah. so you know for me that's that's why i choose not to really pay much attention to yeah, it. yeah no know? i mean it's, dude it's a huge waste of time yeah the amount of I things so you, can you can get, get done lost. without it, yeah having that spend your entire day like oh yeah chasing social media yeah i mean you know Usually when someone tells me that they're not on social media, it's somebody horribly boring. And yeah. my thoughts are good. Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, 
that's another thing. Like the whole internet is run by idiots now. Like, well, yeah, people who don't know how to wipe their ass correctly, correctly are, are they now telling me how to run my life? Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, come on, fucking shut up. I know how to run my life. I wipe like, your ass. I don't like the mix on this record. <laughs> wipe your ass. Wipe your ass. I know. Then how to come run my talk life. to me. Yeah, exactly. I don't like the mix on this record, dude. You work in a warehouse. Yeah. I don't, I don't like the way you stacked your boxes. I don't. I don't tell you. How I don't to... go to fucking Subway and be like, "Hey, right. I don't like the way you put the meat on my sandwich." I th- you know? I think it. And let me know if you think this is a shitty analogy. I think being a musician and being in entertainment in general is kind of like being in the NFL or something. In that, there's only really a few thousand people on the planet that get to do it professionally. Yeah. And everyone on the internet gets to tell you you're doing it wrong. Right. Yeah. I'll I'll tell you something, man. Like professional sports players like like oh my god professional athletes right they have it way worse than any musician could ever ever have it like i can't like it so the criticism you mean yeah like imagine that like say if like yeah. you blow a catch you're an nfl player and like you know say you cost your team yeah the everyone's game. personally mad at you yeah like there's gonna be death threats literal death For, threats and it's not something they forget in a week they remember it years later like yep. remember that you know, time you know bill buckner is probably right. still not welcome in the city <laughs> yeah. of Boston, Massachusetts. Absolutely. Like he, well, and the ti- he had legitimate death threats. The, the tight end that jumped up in front of Jordy Nelson for that that onside kick mm-hmm. attempt, mm-hmm. cut, gone. Yep. The end. That was that was so incredible. I can't remember his name. Oh yeah. Oh my god. It was so funny. It was my girlfriend's a, a Packers fan, and when that happened, I was like, "They've got this. The only way they blow this." Is if they blow this onside yeah. shit, and they blow it. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. He was supposed to be yeah. a blocker for the hands team, and he tried a little too hard. <laughs> yeah, man, he's like he's Oops. like he's sweeping floors somewhere. He's, yeah, he's like a high school janitor. I don't or something. know. I got to look that up and see if he ended yeah. up anywhere. That poor That's kid. Interesting. His life's ruined. Yeah, not as much as the Cubs fan that caught that uh, the the foul ball though. <laughs> yes, that what guy. I don't know. I don't know yes. what sports you're gonna have to explain. Yeah, they don't like sport ball. I, I like the the basketball yeah. and the basketball. Yeah, but that's about it. Um, yeah, but the thing about that foul ball catch by the Cubs fan is that they don't talk about a play later. Um, I forget who it was in the Cubs booted a ball that should have been a double play. Hmm. Really was more his fault, but you know it's yep. easier to scapegoat a fan. Of course, yeah. Of course. So what happened? The fan got involved the, in the a play fan somehow. Essentially, caught mm. a catchable foul ball okay. that could have been an out. Okay, so it would have been um, out. Fan reaches it, over the fence yeah, or whatever. Th- he wasn't even the only fan reaching for it. Right. You know, he just they was the one that have. He got escorted out. So was, was like, that bad he etiquette? He was police escorted, kind of out of the it's stadium. People were going to behead which him, which I think is fair, though. If you think about oh, it, yeah, if I a mean, ball's in play, don't touch it. Sure, that's yeah, fair. You yeah. Um, any park, if you touch a ball in play, you got to go. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it was technically. I mean, they reached over the barrier, him and a couple other fans. So it's totally fair that they they kick him the heck out of there. But um, so there, there's a famous one in um, in Fenway Park. Some guy, um, he, he caught a ball in play, and it's hysterical. Like this dude behind him, like two rows behind him, <laughs> throws an entire slice of pepperoni pizza at his face, and it's right on camera. <laughs> he just That's amazing. Showered with like beer, and all of a sudden, this big fat slice of pepperoni pizza just lands right on his head. There are two cities I would not screw with the teams, and that's Boston and Philadelphia. Yeah, Philly more so, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like that, that's the city that like throws like like batteries at. I actually, people. I went to a San Diego Chargers game. The Packers played them a couple years back, mm. 
And there were so many Packer fans there that the Chargers actually had to go into a silent count on offense in like the second <laughs> half because the Packers so, just beat them yeah, so badly. I believe it. And actually leaving the game, some Chargers fans said to us, oh, you, you Packers fans are really nice. The Eagles played here not too long ago and those fans were dicks. Yep. Yeah, it was oh, great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No no offense, uh, Philadelphia, but you guys got to... Uh... Now you got to learn a little more, a little bit more etiquette, right? Yeah. Well, you well you've seen the famous Bill Burr video, right? No. Bill Burr years ago on the Opie and Anthony traveling virus comedy tour. No. Um, f- the Philadelphia crowd started booing all these comics like Dom Herrera, like big wow. names in comedy. So Bill Burr went out and for 15 minutes just trashed Philadelphia. <laughs> Talk, talked about how. Talked about how awesome. uh, what what boxer is from there? Vander Holyfield or I don't know. Uh, it was he know. he referenced some famous black boxer that's from Philadelphia. He's like, yeah. oh, you, he's actually from here, but he's black, so you can't handle that. So you built the statue to Rocky, who doesn't exist, and just <laughs> it's one it's one of the videos that actually helped he's launch. He's actually a fictitious boxer. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's one of those famous videos that actually helped launch Bill Burr's comedy career even further because it yeah. went viral before going viral was really that's a thing. Funny. But yeah, so Philadelphia, I mean, that's that reputation's yeah, well founded. Yeah, I think it really hit me, Philadelphia, when you uh, one of your fans decided it was cool to um, force yourself to throw up on a police officer's <laughs> daughter. That what? Was, that's a little bit too far for me, guys. So tone it down a little bit, all right, Philly? Thank you. Thank you. Just that's pretty like gnarly. I did just go bar hopping there though, and it was a great. It's time. a great city. Loved it. It's a great city, but I just don't know why there's so much hate. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot. Of I don't hate. know. There's a lot of sports hate. City of brotherly there. love. Yeah. Just throwing up on <laughs> little kids and stuff. <laughs> don't throw up on kids. Yeah. Don't throw up on children. Just a general rule. That's how you end yeah. up on a list. Yeah. I guess I'm throwing up on kids. We might as well wrap this train we, wreck we up. We can't go any farther. Yeah, we've, we've no. pretty much nailed it. Well, th- thanks, man. Thanks for Serpentine Dominion. Oh, and, uh, well, thanks I'm, for, I'm, I'm thanks glad for, you finally wrapped it up and we're getting to really kind of kick this shit off. Yeah. So thanks for listening to my stupid mouth for a little bit. Well, yeah. it's it's a pleasure. Hope people like the record. Mm, yeah. Come hang out, out with us again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're close to. now. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Uh, let's go get hammered. Cool. Already there. <laughs> See ya. Make them supper. <laughs> so that was our talk with Adam D. Hope you enjoyed that. I got a bunch of weird noise here. Oh, thanks. That's better. Fixed it. <laughs> that was a disaster. Anyway, hope you enjoyed that. And please go to metalblade.com slash serpentine dominion. Okay, science news now? Science news now. Science news of the week. Okay, this one is from phys.org. That's P-H-Y-S dot org. So, Short for physics, guys. Right, yeah. I, I hope you would have got that. Well. Um, so scientists have dug up some ocean sediment. Um, where they believe the samples hold iron that's from a supernova. Oh, this that's pretty interesting. So have you heard have you seen this? Have, have you, you heard about this? this? Have you heard about this? No, I haven't actually. So scientists uh from several institutions in Germany and Austria uh dug up some stuff from the Pacific Ocean. And the uh, findings were published in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. Those science journals always have just the shittiest names. You'll, you'll never remember them. You won't read them. Don't pretend like you will. You're just going to read these summary articles. Yeah, how many sites, white right? papers have you actually read? Or just read the uh, the premise and then the conclusion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you don't read all the actual data. Anyway, so the team members, I guess, came across info uh, regarding magnototactic bacteria during internet searches. Damn, so, that's a mouthful. Yeah, that's a specific type of bacteria that lives in ocean sediments, and it absorbs tiny amounts of iron. 
Mm-hmm. So okay. sediment builds, bacteria dies and leaves behind little bits of iron. And since they've been at it for millions of years, uh, these sediment uh, form in layers that may contain a type of iron from space millions of years ago, which is iron 60, uh, which prior research has shown is spewed into space when supergiant uh, stars explode. And what's cool about that is iron 60 on Earth is exceptionally rare. Mm. And it's got a half-life of just over two and a half million years. So any iron 60 that's here uh, from the formation of the planet is long gone. Mm. So Already broken down. Yeah, so if any of it's here, it's a relatively recent event of it had to have happened within the last two and a half million years. And there's no natural means to produce this type of iron, and that leaves uh, arrival from space as the logical origin. Oh, wow. So yeah. this is not from, I see, so this is not from even left or left over from the creation of the Earth. This is something that landed here yes. at a later date that was delivered via a supernova. Exactly. Wow. And that's what makes it kind of cool and different. So to learn more, the team obtained core samples taken from the Pacific Ocean by researchers uh, that were working on other projects. So to look for the Iron 60 among the much more common Iron 56 and other material, they used accelerator mass spectra spectrometry uh which is capable of actually isolating single atoms Um, and they found concentration levels of iron 60 from single atoms to small clusters of atoms and the greatest uh, concentrations and this is really cool uh were from a time approximately 2.2 million years ago which coincides with a massive marine die-off Ooh, so there was there was a supernova in a relatively close star system yeah. And it shot a bunch of iron and other heavy elements out and they landed on Earth. And also it may have coincided with some type of cataclysm that wiped out a bunch of crap at the same time. Sure. Wow. Um, and one last cool fact is the reason researchers believe it's uh, that Iron 60 came from a supernova rather than micrometeorites. Um, because... I, I lost myself in this. I got to try this no, again. No, it's a deep one, yeah. So I, I'm kind of... <clears throat> summarizing this as i'm reading it i've read it a few times i'm not that unprepared guys so the the reason they think it came from supernovas is that magnetotactic bacteria absorb iron from hydroxides and micrometeorites tend to harbor iron and magnetite or silicate so i have no idea what you just said that iron doesn't come in the right form from meteorites okay so the bacteria wouldn't be able to actually absorb it you broke it down for me so the absorb the absorption of that um ion of iron would more likely come from a supernova than a a meteorite and guess what two million years ago well it sounds like a long time ago in pretty recent in geological history i mean yeah not that long ago so these things do still happen and who knows we could we could we could see a supernova right next door that That would be awesome that already happened a few thousand years i mean there's his astronomical historical record essentially of what we think were supernova or other things that illuminated the night sky and had mm. people during the Renaissance and before staring up going, what what the hell was that? Right. Yeah, totally. And yeah, it's it's kind of neat. And astronomers even, because that's only a couple hundred years ago, can look and see evidence of that and line that up with those old historical records to figure out what happened. So yeah, it's very likely that um, we could see one of those at some point again, because they're always happening. It's just a matter of when did that happen, and when does that light actually reach us? Exactly. Only see the past. Yep. All right, well, that's, I think, going to do it for the Metal Blade podcast this week. We're going to leave you with the first single from the Serpentine Dominion record. So turn it up and enjoy. <laughs> 